Hey guys, welcome back to Sunday Glow. I'm Allison. And I'm Christine. All right, girl. How has your week been? How's your day been? You're back to school. How are we feeling? Oh, goodness gracious. It's <laughs> It's been crazy. Um, I don't know. I, like I've, I remember telling, I don't know if I told you this, Allison. I was like, on the first day of school, I was so excited. Like I oh. had so much energy. I worked out before I went to class. I had four classes that day. I got to see my mom too yes. for lunch. Like there was just like all of the things. It was so Wait, busy, but like I remember just sitting in my car at the end of the day and I was like, this is everything that I miss. Like this is mm-hmm. amazing. Like I just felt so right and I was so excited for the school year. And then today um, <laughs> I had four classes again and it was not too motivating or like energizing the same way the first day was, but yeah. Um, yeah, just pushing through and making the most of every day. So it's an, it's an up and down situation. I can't believe you're a senior. Like, I know. how crazy does that feel? It's literally insane. I, I, yeah, it doesn't, it, it doesn't feel real. The fact that like, this is my final year of college. There's a lot of like first week of school things that I had to do last week and it was just like a really busy week and it felt weird that I was doing it for a last the last time like my last first day of classes um all of that it's just like so surreal because I feel like four years ago I was starting freshman year which is so weird to say but I don't know it just feels like time flies because I just feel like that was yesterday like I could literally go back and be like oh okay like I don't know crazy no it really does and like I think I was seeing a lot of people like post on Instagram like oh my god like last first day Mm -hmm. and I was seeing all like the orientation stuff and honestly I like looked at it and I was like I really do miss the community that like college gave me and just a lot of the a lot of the like, I don't know, the, like the little college things like walking to class with mm-hmm. your friends and like, you know, even like silly week, like that was just like a fun time. But yeah. now in the real world, like there is no orientation. There is no period of syllabus. Like it's totally just <laughs> just living life throttle from the beginning. Um, but no, like I honestly, I think this is going to be like such a great year for you. I think you're going to learn so much. I think that you're going to grow so much. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. How has your week been? My week's been pretty good. I, yeah, like fully working gal, um, mm-hmm. day in and day out. It's kind of just the routine at this point. But I think slowly but surely, I'm definitely starting to find more of myself outside of my job. And I think mm-hmm. in the beginning, it's very much like you want to be like a hundred percent on the whole day nine to five Monday to Friday Mm -hmm. but I'm really learning that one that leads to burnout like you can't just be perfect all the time like I'm gonna make mistakes I'm gonna have to like go through a learning curve but that's just all with the experience so definitely learning more about myself in this whole process and also just transitioning to like life in the city um it's really it's been really good for me, but I think it's also really challenging. And that's definitely something that I can talk about later is like living in the city. It almost feels like it's its own little bubble. Like 
I honestly forget what life was like outside of living in the city. Like mm. I forget what life was like in Atlanta, like driving, um, just like the little things. But I definitely think that living in the city so far has allowed me to grow a lot on my own Mm -hmm. and has definitely challenged me so yeah that's just kind of what I've been going through do you feel like work has gotten mundane or like I don't know do you feel like there's like an end goal or are there goals set in place so that it doesn't feel like it's just revolving one after the other yeah I think that so far like my managers have been really good about constantly vocalizing why I'm doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and constantly it's 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 definitely I think tough especially when you're in an entry-level position to be like wait but like what's the point of this like I feel like I'm just doing like task after task so something I've been doing is like constantly relaying to like my manager like wait but like take a step back like why am I doing this and I think mm-hmm. looking at the bigger picture has been really helpful and I think also especially it doesn't feel mundane because I literally walk in and I have no idea what to expect every day. Mm-hmm. Like I walk in, I have like things I have to do, but then I have no idea like what's going to hit me in my inbox, you know? Mm-hmm. So definitely not mundane, but I think vocalizing big picture ideas is really helpful for me to like actually have purpose mm-hmm. in what I'm doing. I love that. That's good. Yeah. So with that, let's set the tone for the week and share our Sunday intentions all right allison what's your intention for the week all right so my intention is just to continue to find little joys in my day and i think that especially working a nine to five i know i constantly say this it's become like part of my personality trait at this (laughs) point but it's just so essential to find little things throughout the day that bring you joy because it's Mm -hmm. so easy to just fall into the trap of like working a mundane job or just working a job and just that being the only thing you do throughout the day so whether that be working out in the morning or making sure you have like a nice wind down routine after work going on a nice walk reading a book like whatever it is I think finding the little joys in my day is definitely an intention that I want to keep doing this week that's awesome do you have one little thing that you have planned for yourself or do you plan them in your day or do you kind of like let them come spontaneously something that I have been doing is like during the weekend I will like talk to my friends like hey let's really try to get something on the calendar this week because I just know that everyone gets so busy we all have our priorities but as long as we're able to prioritize I guess seeing our seeing each other at least maybe like once a week Mm -hmm. once every two weeks that's something I really look forward to doing so like this week we're grabbing dinner and we're doing like a whole night thing on like Thursday night because honestly Thursday night I'm like I'm wrapped my mind is already like weekend mode so um I think just like having fun things to look forward to even on the weeknights like Mm -hmm. nothing crazy just being able to spend time with people hang out catch up that's been really good um and honestly just like having quality time with my roommate has been really nice if you guys didn't know I do live with my cousin so whether that be like literal movie like we'll like watch movies together or we'll like mm-hmm. cook together things like that like that's been really nice to look forward to um yeah it doesn't have to be anything crazy I think just having these little things to look forward to outside of work has been really nice that's awesome I love that so what's your intention for the week So my intention for the week is to really find the balance between school and my social life. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just, I started school last week and 
I'm actually taking like 20 credit hours this semester. So that's it's insane. Gonna be a lot. Um, I am doing it because I really want to like a chill next semester so that I'm just cruising along for my final semester in college. So I'm going to grind this semester and I'm taking all of my hardest classes. So <laughs> technically I could graduate if I had the certain number of credits after the semester, but I don't. So I'm all I need is like numbers of credits next semester, which is great. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a grind, but I want to make sure that I find that balance between school and my social life because I do want to maximize my final time in college. Um, so yeah, that's my goal this week is to get organized. I have like all of my syllabus or syllabi now and I know what's coming and I am trying to like plan weekends ahead of time. Allison and I just planned a fun little excursion um, in the end of <laughs> September, which I'm excited about. So just making sure that like I have my weekends planned or I have things in place to ensure that I'm not just going to sit around and do nothing or just totally. sit around and do work. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to maximize my college experience while I still have it. And I got to find that balance. That's something that I wish I did more was take advantage of the fact that like people are right by your corner. Like it's just so easy to hang out with people. So do you feel like for you, do you like to have like spontaneous hangouts or do you like, okay, like I have to have it like planned in the calendar? I think spontaneous hangouts for college is more... Like it matches more than the planned ones because plans change so fast. I have a meeting here. I have to do this. I have to do that. Like I have to go somewhere. Like, yeah, I think at the end of the day, like priority is school for everyone, especially at least where I go to school. So it's like the social life comes after, but I still want to make it a point to do that. So it's like, okay, like today is Monday. I'm looking at my rest of my week and Mm -hmm. I like on the way home, I made lunch plans with someone tomorrow. So it's like, that's kind of spontaneous in my head. And so I, or like I have dinner reservations on Wednesday or something like that, just so I know that like I'm getting time with other people. I will say like one of my friends that I used to live with last year, um, we used to play tennis together and I, um, like we don't live together anymore. And so we want to make sure that we continue that relationship, but we don't, cross paths in school because she's in a completely different major than I am so we plan to like play tennis every Friday at like this certain time I love that and so that'll be good and then we can always like adjust accordingly to like other things that may come about but just having that like in our calendar set like this is what we're going to do every Friday is really helpful to make sure that we're not like losing track of each other so totally it's it's like I you know a big proponent of the spontaneity but also I feel Mm -hmm. like especially in a time like college where everyone's priorities and schedules are so different you really have to schedule like the intentional time in to see people yeah and I will say it's funny because I was I was always the person I still like low-key am the person that like waits for people to reach out to me when it comes to friendships and it's funny because like this past week and a half or two I've been like so on it with my friends yes. like let's go out let's go do something like what are we doing tonight like all of these Wait, I'm here things. for this energy I love yeah. it <laughs> so I'm just like really like into maybe it's just like a early college of or early time in college or whatever of like me saying like I need to get out there and do all these things but I will say it's it's been great and challenging me to get out of my comfort zone which is nice Wait, okay I have a hot take I feel I mean I'm just like psychoanalyzing this right now <laughs> but I feel like 
because you're taking more initiative, maybe that's a reflection of like your security in these relationships. Mm, Like you're so confident in these relationships. You're like, oh, if I reach out, like what's the harm in reaching out? Whereas maybe before, if you were like not as sure about this person, like how close you guys were, maybe you were like a little more reluctant to reach out. But that's just my hot take. (laughs) No, I think that's so true. And also like, when I like I, I think I talk about this a lot on the podcast it's just like how much I've changed since before COVID and I think before COVID when we were all in person in school I was definitely like not as confident in who I was and I think that had an impact on how much I would reach out to people right. and so now that I I'm like I'm not like the most cockiest person ever but I feel more confident in who I am hey. and I think that impacts like also who I reach out to and like how often and like taking that initiative like you're saying so girl the growth growth. (laughs) oh my god I love to see it (laughs) yep all right so with that let's hop into our current favorites of the week all right Allison what's your first favorite all right, actually, so this is Allison on the mic. This isn't Christine. Because this, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about spinning. Um, so I have never really been into Peloton because I've never had access to a bike. But my gym does have Peloton bike. And like, you know, Christine, SoulCycle Stan. Um, and I, I just never really never got into it. Like I always was into the classes. I was like, okay, I always need to have the experience to be around the people, to have the instructor like motivate me in front of my face and like yell Mm -hmm. at me. Um, But I was like, you know what? I was at the gym. Let me just try the bike. And I put on like a 30 minute Cody Ringsby pop class. And I was like, wait, I'm so here for this. I get why Christine's obsessed. It's just like, honestly, when you put the headphones on, it basically transports you there. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm fully immersed in the class. It's so much fun. It makes cardio just fly by, honestly, Mm -hmm. like so much better than the treadmill, elliptical, any of that. And I like genuinely look forward to it. So I've been doing that for like two weeks, Um, but it's been really fun. And it's just a great, another like change up to the workout routine. You know, I think I just Mm -hmm. get in ruts or I just get sick of things easily. So I think finding new outlets and just honestly getting out of my comfort zone, trying new things has been really nice. So I've been loving the Peloton bike. This, like, I love this. And I also don't love this because <laughs> I'm like a soul cycle, like, stand. I know, we're like bike, head to head like, right now. I know. I, I've tried both the Peloton and the soul cycle bike. And I love the soul cycle bike. Like, nothing against Peloton. It's just like a very, this is what I actually have a question for you. Like, it's like a very yeah. different workout, like the Peloton workout and the soul cycle Ooh, workout. Yeah, let's get into it. Yes. Even though they're both spin, if you guys don't know, like Peloton's more of like riding for the metrics, I would say. Yes, yes. And it's more resistance heavy and it's not on the beat, but it's more so on like the instructor like yelling at you and motivating you. <laughs> kind of, I mean, it's like Soul Cycle in that way too, but I think Peloton's a very different workout for spin versus I feel like Soul Cycle is a dance, like similar to a dance class where it's like yes. on the beat, you may have like less resistance, you're running out of the saddle, you're. It's just a very different experience. So I, I recommend everyone try both before you decide what you like to do. But I have to ask, like, which one do yes. you like? Well, okay. I do have to say, like, if I had access to a Soul Cycle at home bike, I would probably prefer that because mm. I agree with Christine. It's Peloton. 
I did not think I was a competitive person <laughs> until I started riding the Peloton and I'm like oh my god my cadence has to hit my resistance has to hit <laughs> and then you get a ranking after the class and I'm yeah. like I'm not even in the top 20% like this is just ridiculous I, I'm point, usually I'm like, why do I even do this I've done it before and I was like in the I'm pretty sure I was like top I was like 90% so probably like the <laughs> last 10% is where I was at so <laughs> no it's getting to the point where like they'll tell me my ranking and mm-hmm. then I will calculate the percentage I'm like this is this is shit like why <laughs> even do it but I do have to say I do really miss the soul cycle the rhythmic spin like I miss mm-hmm. like spinning to the beat of the music Peloton is definitely not as music focused um but it really depends yeah like what kind of workout you want to do I also do prefer the soul cycle instructors and how they're a lot more they are more motivational mm-hmm. and honestly sometimes like they'll say things that like make me want to cry whereas yeah. Peloton it's it, it really is like more focused on the workout and like yeah. the physical strenuous like pushing yourself um so totally different but I also agree I would totally check out both if you can yeah I would say yeah Peloton's very numbers based and SoulCycle's very feelings based yes so and we both know where we both fall <laughs> this whole podcast <laughs> is a whole feelings based <laughs> podcast so <laughs> that's so funny but Peloton right. is great if you have like a lot of places to have like apartment buildings that have it and I honestly used to take when I didn't have a SoulCycle bike. I would take SoulCycle classes on the Peloton because you can get the app. I like you know those selfie sticks that you can like wrap around. Yes, like they're, yes. I wrapped it around the Peloton, and I took Look at this innovation because <laughs> I like couldn't afford it at the time, and I was like, I I want my I want the bike, I want the workout, yes. but I yeah. So it's actually really sometimes. smart. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, and try it one day. Yeah. All right, what is your first fave? All right, so my first fave, Allison would be so proud of me, actually. It's Thank the, God. <laughs> it's the 101 essays that will change the way you think. Um, Wait, have I heard of this before? <laughs> uh, yeah, for real. It's so good. I purchased it a little while ago, and then I was reading it on the plane, a long plane ride, which usually I read like longer, like regular books on a plane ride. But I brought this one because I thought I was going to read it on the beach because I was traveling. And I ended up reading it on the plane, which is really nice because I could just flip through the things that like were more pertinent to like what I was feeling totally. in that moment. And they're just like short little excerpts. I felt like I didn't. I feel like on planes, I like want to finish an entire book. Mm. And so it's like demotivating when I'm like halfway through and they're like, we're about to land. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I really liked how this was like able to like easy to digest like and the, the way she words things like she's just like a genius yeah like Brianna Weist she like I don't know like it, she'll say the simplest of things but it's just right. like hits so hard in certain yes. ways and especially when you're like you know what you're getting into because you're reading like a very like specific title it's just yeah I don't know it just speaks to me in all different ways Mm. and so I really really love that book and I think that it's great for me now especially because now that I'm in back in school I'm going to be having to read more like for my classes and reading a regular book on like my time off is just not going to be something that I probably want to do as much and so being able to read these essays will be really nice is there an essay or essays that really hit home to you? 
Um, I literally don't even have my book with me. I have no clue where it is. So, no, but honestly, any of them are amazing. And I feel like they all give me some kind of insight to, like, ruminate on, if that's a word. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, anything. Nothing in particular yet. All her stuff is super good. Well, funny enough, this is, like, totally off topic, but I met a friend, like, two weekends ago, like, so random just happened to be like a mutual friend like I wasn't really close with her mm-hmm. and she was talking about her favorite book and she was like yeah like um one of my favorite books and she mentioned this one and I literally like my jaw dropped I was like you mean the my like my favorite book ever and it's just funny like I don't know the community that you can find who also just like I really like this kind of stuff so yeah I thought that was really funny I feel like this book like went, got really popular really fast it did a lot of people like it mm-hmm. it's really good for a reason yeah yeah for sure all right, what's your second favorite? All right, so my second fave, shout out to Claudia. She introduced me to these. It's actually a yogurt. And <laughs> it's called Chobani Flip. Um, essentially, it's just like a Greek yogurt dessert. Like it's a, it's literally like cookies and cream, cookie mm. dough, key lime, and it's a Greek yogurt. And then they have toppings that you just flip on top of it. And like honestly i don't really know what else to say it's just a delicious treat <laughs> like that's all i have this to is say. so funny it's i feel like allison's favorite every week has a sna- new snack you know what oh i mean oh my god guys i'm such a foodie of course i love it this is awesome <laughs> i yeah n- nothing else to say just you gotta try it it's really yeah, good for sure all right what is your second fave my second favorite are the skinny slip scrunchies i'm actually i have one in my hair right now um not a lot to it. They're scrunchies. They're skinny. They're skinny. <laughs> they're made of silk. They're by the brand Slip. Um, they're really cute. I, my mom used to yell at me all the time for having like the black hair ties on my wrist, and so I got these scrunchies, which are very pricey. I will say, like, like I don't know why I would spend that much on like scrunchies. However, I've only purchased one pack since whoa before the pandemic. So that's like over a year of having the same pack and I still have more like I've only used like four of them so maybe it's just like being in COVID I didn't use them I don't know but they've lasted me a very long time which is why I love them so much and I think they look really cute on my wrist as like a little extra thing so definitely recommend do they actually I guess it's because I have like really well one I have a lot of hair and I also have really thick hair like do they really keep your hair up i would say yes especially when they're like new and fresh one thing i want to try is like putting them in the dryer to see if they'll like re-shrink because they do stretch Mm. out sometimes and that's when i like get a new one but i want to try shrinking them in the water in the dryer to see if that would work fixing them but i will say they do hold up my hair pretty well i have my hair in a bun right now and it's holding pretty well so Honestly, I've been wanting to try them because they don't crease your hair, right? Yeah, I mean, if you like my hair is in a bun right now, so it's already like twisted. So like when it when I take it out, it's not going to be straight. But like in general, if I just put my hair in a ponytail, then yeah, it won't crease, which is nice. Oh my God. Cute. Yes. All right. So be sure to check out more of our faves on our website, SundayGlowPod.com. And with that, let's dive into this week's episode. <laughs> 
All right. So I really just can't believe it's already the end of summer. It feels like yesterday Allison graduated from college oh and I was God. finishing up finals. Um, yeah, the summer has flown by so fast and we both came into the summer with so many intentions and goals set for ourselves. So today we wanted to really reflect and share some of the lessons that we've learned over the past few months and how we plan on using them um, to move forward this fall. So Allison, what is your first lesson of the summer? All right. Well, before I even get into that, yeah, I just can't believe it's fully September. Yeah. Like, I don't even know I did this summer. I look I feel back like and I'm like, okay. The episode I remember you doing was like, you were getting back from, you went to Rosemary Beach after you graduated. I forgot I even did that. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I remember you got back and we did like, I don't remember what the episode was, but we were just chatting about your time back. You were here in Atlanta for a month, like crazy. That feels like, I, first of all, I forgot I even like went on that family vacation and I'm like, I feel like I've lived so many lives this summer. I lived I like an Atlanta life. I've lived that Florida life. I'm now living a New York life. Like what is happening? I want to do a <laughs> podcast of like the transition periods, like how we deal Ooh. with transitions, because I feel like both of us have gone through a lot of so transition key. in our life recently. So I think maybe that'll be our next episode. Guys. Yes. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> no, that's a great idea. Because like you said, I think I have noticed that I grow the most and am most uncomfortable during these transitions. Yeah. And that's the best thing possible. Like, I mean, of course, we don't want to live life like always moving or always transitioning in that, in that way. But like every day, transition, yeah. new place. Literally, new life, go to like <laughs> LA, New York, back and forth, whatever. But I agree. There's a lot of growth that happens in transition periods that can help you grow during the more stagnant periods. And even the summer, I think every summer is somewhat of a massive transition period. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to necessarily be graduating college, but it gives you time to reflect on this past. For us, it was like this past school year and like you were interning. I was like getting ready to move. Mm-hmm. And then now that we're entering this like new phase of life, we can really reflect on the things that we did learn. Yeah. So, all right. My first lesson is that leaving room for spontaneity really surprises me how much I'll actually enjoy that relinquish of control. And this is said from someone who's like super type A. I'm usually someone that I'm like, okay, I need to have a minute by minute plan. And this is really Mm -hmm. how I lived the majority of my college life, I think, is always by a schedule, always had these like prior commitments and really didn't have a ton of room for spontaneity. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think this summer, I really realized that being the one in control actually sometimes gives me more anxiety than I thought. You know, I always thought I wanted to be the one making the plan, picking the place, coordinating with everyone. And that's who I was for a a big portion of my life. Like I was kind of known as like the planner of the group, like, oh, Allison will plan it. Allison will find the place. She has them at reservation. Like I was always that person. But I think especially in this transition um, where now like we're fully adults I'm working and there's just so many decisions I have to make at work in actuality there's something really nice about not being the one in control when it comes to like my personal and social life you know I think going with the flow and just vibing with like what I feel like doing in the moment that relieves a lot of stress and I think that I'm also reflecting that in a lot of my relationships 
I put a lot of pressure on myself to basically be like the planner and like make sure everyone's having a good time make sure everyone is happy fine with the plan and I just almost made myself feel like I was responsible for other people's like happiness Mm. um but I'm learning that instead of following a minute to minute play by play you know it's okay I'm gonna see you sometime down the line um and like I don't force myself to do anything I don't want to do anymore. Like if I genuinely don't want to hang out with this person and I had a prior commitment, like honestly mental health day, like I'm not just going to see you just because I feel like I have to see you. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I'm really learning that it's okay to be more flexible. And honestly, I prefer being the one maybe not creating the plan and like someone telling me like okay this is what we're doing I'm like oh my god that's so nice like see you there like I love (laughs) now being the one like not in control which is so weird to say but that's definitely something I've learned this summer so do you feel like that is something that kind of fostered out of COVID or something that's more of like what happened because of the summer I think definitely what has happened during the summer Mm -hmm. I feel like I think with so much change going on, especially I'm talking about like my personal and social life, Mm -hmm. I am like, if I have to make another decision, I'm going to lose my mind. Like (laughs) I would just love to be the one that's just like, I just show up and like that is all I could ask for. Yeah. Um, So I think it's definitely been something that I've been dealing with since working, but not to say I don't love to make plans. I still love to do that. But I think I'm just letting myself be more spontaneous and be more go with the flow. I love that. Yeah. And I think that you have so much responsibility at work that it's like you want to find the balance. And I think this is a good balance to have. Totally. What is the first thing you've learned this summer? So my, the first thing that I learned this summer is that the grind is worth it. Um, yes. You guys have heard me talk about my internship time and time again um (laughs) it was a very busy and very challenging summer and the work that I was doing was very challenging and trying to balance that with working out with traveling with doing all the things that I wanted to do in the summer I found that it was just a lot to balance but at the end of the day it was so worth it and I truly feel like I got so many things done over the summer I had so many good adventures. I got to be more spontaneous. I really learned a lot about myself, my abilities, my, my, like literally everything, I think in every realm of life. And so I think at the end of the day or looking back, it was very overwhelming at times, but I wouldn't change a thing about it because I think those overwhelming times, those times where I honestly like was sitting there and I was like, do I want to do this? Like, this is really, really hard. But I think those are the times where it's like, okay, but at the end of the day, it's going to be so worth it. And it was, and the end product was great. And I absolutely loved my summer. So yeah. Do you think it'll be easy or difficult to kind of bring this mindset into like school and kind of a new way of like, grinding you know what I mean yeah I was actually just thinking about this this morning because I'm taking this class called mergers and acquisitions which is like a very tough finance class so enticing (laughs) oh yeah um and I was sitting there and I was like 
it's day it's class number two and I <laughs> low-key don't know what's going on <laughs> and so like I'm just gonna be completely honest like it was like a lot of the things that I learned in corporate finance that I like forgot about or like oh, investments sayonara. that I forgot about oh, and so I was sitting there and I was like this is gonna be a lot of hard work but and I was like, I can literally push this off until next semester because I'm taking a lot this semester so I can make up for next semester. But I could balance it out and have both. Like in my head, that's, I was like finding an escape route of not taking mm, this class. Yeah. Because it's still like with an ad drop swap period. But at the end of the day, I need to do this to like challenge myself. And I like, I feel like if I put my mind to it, I can do well. Yes. So it's a matter of just getting it done and like putting my mind to it and knowing that if I put in the work, I can get the results. And so that's something I need to do because I'm not dropping this class. I'm determined. Yes. So, yeah. I have been thinking about it literally this morning <laughs> when I wanted to drop a class. But like you said, it's it's really just that mindset shift. I think like if you're telling yourself like, oh my God, this is so hard. This is so hard. This is so hard. But like, yeah. like you said, like this summer you dealt with hard. Like you can do hard things, you know? Yeah. I guarantee the summer internship work was probably even harder than this class. Um, so I believe in you, girl. Stay Thank you. Well, I'll push through. <laughs> Hopefully I will do all the class. We'll see. I do have to say though, like I agree corporate finance was just like not my cup of tea I can't even imagine doing it like M&A um but props to you sis like wow I just feel like well that's another thing too is like I I'm so I'm concentrating in finance and I only need one more class to finish the concentration which is nice but I like don't I don't know like I didn't love corporate finance like I do love corporate finance I didn't love corporate finance like I like it when I understand it. I think that's anyone. <laughs> but um, with m and I think that I can learn a lot and apply that work to my life in the future, like future mm-hmm. work. And so that's why I'm taking it. I just know it's going to be hard. But yeah. once you figure something out and you know what you're doing, it's like the best feeling in the world. That's so true. There is nothing more rewarding than understanding something really difficult. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's like, when that damn, I feel clicks, on top of the world. <laughs> truly. Oh, my God. So. That's my thought in corporate finance. Like, when I would get one formula, I'm like, oh, my God. I deserve <laughs> a drink. Like, that was literally. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, props to all the finance people out there. Like, facts. I don't know how y'all do it. I, it's a struggle, but we're pushing through. All right. What's your second lesson? Okay. So, the second thing I've learned is to really take each day as it comes and focus on being present. So I think especially in a work environment that is unpredictable, and I would say 99% of work environments are unpredictable. You just Mm -hmm. don't know what's going to come your way. I think the only way that I'm really able to manage each day as it comes is to focus on being present. And as Christine mentioned before, really focusing on what you can't control and letting go of what you can't. Mm -hmm. So in order for me to not be so overwhelmed with like the never ending to do list and the events ahead, etc. I'm really learning to solely focus on what's in front of me. You know, anticipating the next won't make the present any easier or more enjoyable. And this is something that I'm realizing, especially with like work and I think being bombarded with tasks 
especially being entry level you can't be like hey you can't talk to me at this time like no people are going to message you people are going to email you regardless it's really it is difficult to like create those boundaries especially in like a corporate setting so I think that just me being fully present like okay I have this task at hand let me just focus on this I'll let her continue to ping me and I'll get to that when I can get to that um but it not only allows me to be more productive and efficient but also enjoy what I'm doing like oh like this you know excel is not the most exciting thing in the world (laughs) but like maybe I'm learning more about like the shortcuts and just Mm -hmm. trying to be a little bit more positive about what I'm doing um I think that is definitely something I'm really learning is just to be more present focus on what I'm doing right now and not be hung up on what I have to do later I feel like this reminds me a lot of your Sunday intention of like finding the little joys yeah like, like oh my god I'm the you would be surprised the little joys I find at work now I'm like <laughs> wait I learned this excel shortcut like my mind was blown like yeah. mom, my, my boss um I'm not great at excel and she was like showing me all these shortcuts and I was like I owe you like coffee because <laughs> this is just gonna save my life so it's yeah. really the little things <laughs> it is I remember I, there was this one specific day in my internship where I met with this one lady who showed me how to like use like a a specific way to use excel for something that i was trying to do and like apply it and she literally walked me through it and i like wanted to cry because i was like you're so nice like thank you so much like even over zoom she was just like helping me out and like she's like share your screen show me what you're doing and like i was like god bless your soul (laughs) so no like when you find the people that are willing to help you yeah that is the changes the game it really does and it makes me want to help more people too Right. It's like a never ending cycle of happiness and gratefulness and joy. It's amazing. (laughs) All right. What's another lesson you've learned? So another lesson I've learned is literally Allison's first, like being spontaneous and saying yes more. Yes. Um, This is something that I told myself I wanted to do at the beginning of the summer. And I quickly found myself backtracking on it at the beginning of the summer um, because post pandemic, I was really just okay with being a homebody, not going out, not doing anything, just not having to travel as much. But during the summer, I really forced myself to get out there, to say yes more, to reach out to people too. And I had so many fun adventures and I was most, I was able to make the most of the weekends I was free. And I think this really helped with finding that work-life balance and also still feeling that I was able to do all the things I love doing with work and not putting it on hold to do um, work and to like kind Mm -hmm. of putting the things I love to do on hold because of my job. And so I, for me, that was like, a huge lesson that I want to apply to myself post-grad and of course that's going to look different when I graduate because it's a very different time very different situation but at the end of the day it's something that I need to remind myself to do even now so dang no that's it's really nice to know like you're learning this lesson before you're graduating and you're already carrying this intention because I think it's really difficult to like enter this new phase of life having not any intentions so I think it's great Mm -hmm. that you're already thinking ahead yeah hopefully it works that long and I can apply it again in a year so we'll see (laughs) 
but there's something to be said also about like I think not being so hard on yourself with the Mm -hmm. post-pandemic because this is something I was talking to about with my friend like post-pandemic especially I think in your young 20s you're just kind of expected to go from like being isolated for over a year not really seeing people not really interacting with people because of our health to then all of a sudden socializing all the time being out and about pretending like everything is okay again but like no we went through like a really traumatic experience like yeah it was totally okay to have that lull of like I don't want to see people I don't want to socialize so if you're only now like feeling that like I'm comfortable and I want to like that's totally fine yeah it's all about balance and I think it applies differently to every person so yeah you gotta find the right spot all right what's your third lesson so this is something that I think I'll just say it first. So (laughs) my third lesson is that you may outgrow certain people in relationships and that doesn't take away from the impact that they've had in your life. So especially navigating this new phase of life, there are a lot of unknowns, a lot of risks, a lot of changes. And I think part of that change is really me outgrowing a lot of old things or old relationships and focusing on new things and new relationships. So with that, I really have been juggling a lot of new relationships with old ones. And I find myself feeling more connected with certain people and less connected with others. And I used to think, like, why is this happening? And I think I would get really frustrated with myself. Like, why do I not feel as close to certain people that I used to be really close with? And why do I feel like my priorities and relationships are changing? Like, I was uncomfortable with them changing. Um, You know, like, we were so close once. And I just feel like now we're on different pages. But this summer, I really have learned to accept that circumstances change you know, people's priorities shift and just people get busy and that's okay. It's so natural to feel more connected with people going through similar phases of life that you are in or people who understand like what it's like to live where you live and, you know, those types of things. And that doesn't take away from the impact that people have made in your life. You know, I'm really learning to separate like circumstance from the person and recognize that people will play different roles in your life in different seasons in your life um and people you may reconnect with them like later on Mm -hmm. like for example like my high school friends we were so so close in high school like honestly inseparable and then we all obviously went to different colleges so we had to navigate finding new ways to like stay connected and like that was really difficult obviously we weren't seeing each other every day we weren't hanging out every day we had to find new ways to stay connected and like new things to talk about But then post-grad, we all happen to be in the same city again. And we all happen to be like reconnecting again. So like that's not Mm -hmm. to say that those relationships that once you guys were so close will never get to that point again. It's just going to be different. Um, But I think I'm learning that it's okay that people may drift apart. Mm -hmm. It's not to be taken personally. It has nothing to do with like them not caring about you or them not wanting to be a part of your life anymore. It's just that people are in different phases of their life too. Um, Because I think I just tend to have like a really close-knit circle that once that circle starts to evolve, I'm like, wait, 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 like what happened, you know? But I'm learning Mm -hmm. that like it's okay for that to evolve. 
How do you know when it's time to start shifting your priorities and your time towards a new set of people Mm. versus the old set? I think, I mean, I think we all really have like a good intuitive feeling about just like wanting to spend time with people wanting to talk to people i think it's simple as that as like do you want to talk to this person do you feel the desire to like stay connected do you feel as connected with this person like those are all Mm -hmm. questions that i ask myself you know we're all given such a short amount of time outside of our like non-negotiable priorities like school and work the last thing we want to do is spend that time with people we genuinely don't want to talk to and don't want to like connect with. And that's not to say like there's anything wrong with them. Um, but I think, yeah, just like checking in with yourself. Do you even want to talk to this person or, or does it feel like an obligation? Because I don't think relationships should feel like that. Mm-hmm. I think in order for them to be healthy like it has to be mutual like both people should want to put effort into it and this is not even to say like romantic relationships like friendships in general you know I think if anything friendships are even harder than romantic relationships because it's just a lot more I don't want to say like it's just a lot more I guess on the line like Mm -hmm. there are sometimes certain things that usually there are certain lines you don't want to cross um but yeah I just feel like it's a feeling yeah that's not it's the best almost answer. like you don't want to like force something. So when it feels like it's becoming a forced effort, then you want to back yeah. kind of back up and say like maybe this is a time where we stick, take a step back. And yeah, that's not to say you need to have like a talk or anything, but like right. let things naturally work its course. Like if it's gonna fade, if it's gonna fade, mm-hmm. um, it's okay. Like things and people evolve. It's almost like what's meant for you won't pass you. So if it's yes. meant for you, Ooh. it'll happen. If it's not let it pass and I think I'm learning well I'm taking a lot of my learnings from my relationships class into this because I Mm -hmm. think we talked so much about the ending of relationships and the ending of um friendships in that class and I I wasn't experiencing that during the time of learning it but now that I'm like a few months after taking that class experiencing when I was like almost warned about I'm like damn he was right (laughs) um And like he talked about this idea of like mourning almost like your past relationships Mm -hmm. and he kind of said in a more morbid way of like they kind of die like the like but like the college (laughs) relationships die because you're no longer in college anymore and you have to Mm -hmm. find new ways to like stay connected. So all that to say I'm really yeah reflecting on all that. So my last lesson is being open to meeting new people and I feel like in so many ways I got to meet so many different people from all walks of life this summer and a huge part of it was my internship and it was from learning from the people around me and using different perspectives that really helped guide me on my project and it was funny because I was talking about this today in my real estate class because they were asking about like work from home and if you felt like that had changed your experience Mm -hmm. during your internship or like just working in the past summer and it was interesting because so many people had so many different perspectives and this one guy was like saying that he had to work in person all summer and absolutely loved it because he got to like have that collaboration he got to like meet people in person and 
kind of get a feel for the culture of the company and all of those all those aspects that went into that and then my professor was like okay well is there someone who had an opposite experience and I honestly I raised my hand because I was like I absolutely loved being broke from home and not because it was not having to meet with people but I felt like being virtual as a new hire like a new Mm -hmm. or a new intern or whatever just new to the company I felt like it broke down that barrier of like meeting new people like I didn't feel like I couldn't reach out to someone because I wasn't in person I thought it was easier to reach out to people because I could be like hi I'm Christine I'm an intern this summer on this brand whatever and I wanted to learn more about your role and like what you do doing XYZ. Do you have 30 minutes to chat? And I know they do because I putting I'm putting time on their calendar in order yes. to do that. And so I feel like it broke down that barrier of like knocking on someone's door and saying, Hi, can we like chat oh my sometime? God, never, never. Like that like terrifies <laughs> me. And maybe that's my something that I obviously I need to learn to do one day. But I think for the purpose of an internship, it kind of broke down that barrier and I got to meet so many people and learn so many new perspectives learn new roles learn what people are doing Mm -hmm. and I think that if it wasn't for work from home I wouldn't have met as many people but I'm glad that I did have that opportunity that it worked out the way it did and yeah I think that was just one way that I met a ton of people this summer and then um I think it's something that I want to use and apply to my life in college now. Not like obviously I'm in person now and it's nothing like an internship, but just being more open within like group projects or in my classes to just saying hello and like you never know. Yeah, you never know who's sitting next to you. Although I will say I have like a friend in every class, so I notice myself like trying to like get into my comfort zone of just like being with my friend in my class but I want to make sure that I'm establishing more relationships in my senior year whether that's through group projects or just meeting new people in random places so still navigating that one but in general being open to meeting new people is something that I learned a lot this summer and benefited from a lot so I forgot if you were the one that told me this but someone told me that Mm -hmm. Like what basically you were saying, like echoing what you were saying about the whole like Zoom eliminates that boundary because the CEO of the company is also a box on the mm. screen. Were you that told me that? No, I didn't. I didn't. That wasn't me. <laughs> but it no, that totally it makes sense. And like from what your experience was, it's like you could just honestly hit up a senior executive and put time in their calendar. And that's something that's so daunting to do in person. Um I definitely experienced a little bit of that in my internship. I wasn't as exposed to like as many people, but I definitely felt less intimidated because you're just like messaging them. Mm-hmm. You're taking like 15 minutes of their time on a Zoom call. It's a lot less of an ask than like, hey, can I steal like 20 minutes in person where it feels like it's a lot more of it's an like, ask? Yeah, it's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of energy that goes into it. Like, a lot of social energy yes. yeah and I will say being in person is really nice like when I met with my manager and my coach this summer in person it was awesome because I felt like there was that 
like underlying connection or energy mm-hmm. that like was that existed when you're in person but i will say being virtual was nice because like you were saying like you could reach out to so many people it was funny because my manager at the end of my internship was like i'm surprised you hadn't reached out to the ceo because i've talked to so many people <laughs> and it was honestly a product of like oh like i'm talking to you do you have anyone else that you would recommend i talk to and like that would open the door to like three right. new people and those three people would amount to three other people so like the amount of connections just grew really quickly um but i yeah i agree like i especially considering too like the physical limitations of yeah being in one office i got to meet with people who were literally overseas some people worked in china so i had to like meet with them at like 8 a.m in the morning <laughs> when they were meeting with me at 8, 8 p.m at night wow so like there's so, so many like benefits i think to being over virtual yeah but there is something to say about the energy that you can gain from being in person so no totally like the pros and cons obviously are there (laughs) yeah yeah for sure but overall being open to meeting new people big lesson for me and I think you're like you said you're just carrying the same openness into the school year with like not necessarily bosses and coworkers, but your Mm -hmm. friends and your peers so that's awesome yeah for sure all right so the quote of the week is it's time to start taking the necessary steps to become that version of yourself you can't stop dreaming about and i thought this would really encompass some of the things that we learned about this summer because we came into the summer with a lot of goals and dreams and intentions and i feel like we did a pretty good job for the summer I think so too power ourselves on the back yeah i think we did great <laughs> in terms of the lessons that we've learned and the things that we were able to accomplish and a lot of growth that took place so i think for us going into the new fall season just remembering that we have the power to take those necessary steps to do the things that we want that will help us become the version of the person that we want to be and yeah no, I'm really glad that we like recorded that like summer intention episode because I think if we didn't or if I didn't like vocalize what I mm-hmm. wanted to walk into this new season with, I don't know if I would have taken the time to really think about it. So yeah. I'm really glad that we did the intentions and that we're now able to have a reflection. So I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So make sure to follow us on Instagram at Sunday Glow Pod. Check out our favorites and stay up to date on all things Sunday Glow on SundayGlowPod.com. And we'll see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Bye.